We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning, everybody. It's the Bart Winkler Show. I'm Bart Winkler. Big episode for you. Some mm 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 But first of all, the Badgers last night. Lost. And what a game it was. You know, NIT, you can talk about the NIT all you want, but it is what it is. Badgers coached uh, by Greg Gard. And and things, you know, are looking promising for their next game, whatever that may be. Paul mm-hmm. Irving is here. Grant Bills is here. We got some mm 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 I'm a little stuffy, so my mm-mms are not as good. Mm, it's like a continuous mm. My son and I woke up yesterday morning with dueling, like, coughing attacks. Aw. Like, <laughs> Do you want to know the new nickname we have for each other? Maybe. Yeah. Uh, Armity. Because he was pretending to be a pirate, and instead of saying <laughs> Armity... He's saying Armity. That's awesome. So now we just call each other Armity. He's a good reader. Come here, Armity. I'm coming, Armity. What do you watch with pirates in it? Nothing. Really? So where did the so where did his pirate? I don't I I don't I don't know. I don't know. Daycare. I'm still really pushing Avengers on him. We're we're all about Spidey and his amazing friends. Oh, they finally. Finally, a new episode on Friday. My God. Is there really? There was. There was? Okay. That's so yeah. season, season, um, season three of Spidey and His Amazing Friends is out? No, it's still season two, Paul, but oh. but they were low on new episodes, so uh, Gwen Stacy's dad took him to a tunnel. Or like a subway. Oh. And then oh. Electro was taking the... Ele- I oh, always like the, the, the best part about Spidey and His Amazing Friends, uh, Grant is still here, but the best part is... They're always with one parent, and one parent just like leaves the three kids. Oh yeah, and then they all—they're like, "Well, I guess we got to be Spideys now." <laughs> all right, wait, wait, wait. Um, favorite favorite villain of Spidey. oh, we like—we're a Sandman house. Really? Yeah, he's a distant fourth place. Maybe Black he's... Cat's no good for me. I don't like her. But what about like a classic like Doc Ock? We like Doc Ock. A little gobby, a little go- green goblin action. We like Doc Ock. Yeah. I watched Arthur when I was young, so that's what I watched. I don't know. Is this a Spider-Man spinoff for kids? No, uh, yeah. Arthur yeah. I watched. I watched Magic School Bus. I watched... Yeah, Magic uh, School Bus was great. Reading Rainbow. Reading Rainbow. I really like Curious George. That was really wholesome. 
I was never into Curious G. The important thing, Grant, and you'll find this one day, deep oh. into the future, I think, or unless you're like the next Rami 2.0, but or the next, I'm I'm probably more of the next Wicket. Although three kids, how could I? Um, yeah, but I I feel like I'll probably have kids. But the most important thing you'll have is finding shows that you can like not hate or like be like okay with. Or by the way, Bart trivia: Who sings the Spidey and his Amazing Friends theme song? Oh, that's the guy from uh, Fall Out Boy. Yeah. <laughs> See, uh, I mean, okay, we listen to the whole soundtrack when we go on trips. Oh yeah, it's a great soundtrack. Uh, right now, even though it's March, Merry Spidey Christmas is a hit. <laughs> All right, let's get to the show. I, I mean, what are we doing? No, I like yeah. this. Is this is the? Well, episode. I like it. You like it. Grant likes it. No, I'm here. <laughs> All right, so we do have yeah. Packers, Brewers, Bucks, and a Lamar-centric NFL question. That's Hell, anything about Creighton basketball? I have nothing about Creighton basketball. Oh. I have nothing about the Final Four. Um, I know that the top three seeds from each. Uh, Region didn't make it, but that I can't I can't help with that. So you have to have different people on for that. Well, I don't know how much of that I'm going to watch because Saturday's WrestleMania, and then Monday night is the Raw after WrestleMania. So yeah, bad timing. Bad timing. NCAA's got to plan accordingly. I agree. All right, yeah. we're going to start with we're going to start with the Packers question. So it is currently, well, what what day is it in real? And we're recording this on Tuesday morning. Um, Paul, there's no magic with you, Paul. I know. Jesus. Fourth wall shattered. There was this is is, is designed to be live at whatever point they hear it, whether Ah. it's Wednesday morning or next month. I hear you, but the context is important. So overnight. Also, just want to say hi to Vincent in Anaheim and happy Mother's Day. (laughs) So overnight, Monday night into Tuesday morning, Charles Robinson had a report that seems well-sourced. Ooh, uh, drunk tweet that I did not press send on for that one. Oh, boy. Good job. Yeah, on, I was going to say, because uh, Charles Robinson, we asked him to come on once, and he wanted $50. Oh, I remember this story, actually. Yeah. yeah. So I did not pay him $50 to source his con- his content here. Um, I think this is trending in the right direction. Like, all of like the quote-unquote smart Packers people seem to think this is about right, and it seems well-sourced. If the final package, whether it's today, tomorrow, or in August, well, no, it can't be in August. If it's between now and the draft, because this is a it's specific to the draft, the Packers get either number 41 or 42, because the Jets have both. So they get a 2023 second-round pick and a conditional 2024 second that can become a first or a third or a fourth, depending on Rodgers' playing time, if Rodgers' retirement, whatever. Just Gudekinst, just do it. Just be done. A 2023 second and a conditional 2024 second, it's fine. Go ahead. Move along. Let's just pull the trigger and go set mm-hmm or mm-hmm Bart Winkler. Unless, uh, Armity, unless you want to start. Grant Bills. I feel like we're probably going to say the same thing. It's your show, Bart. I, I'd feel sick to my stomach if I went first on this. You please. Go ahead. I think that the only reason uh, is so mm-hmm. Okay. The reason that the reason that they like you want the Packers to get a first is because it's unfathomable for 15 years to live in a world where Aaron Rodgers gets traded and you don't get a first. And then you've seen some of these other quarterbacks and there's a first like included in Carson Wentz deal and stuff like that. Yeah. 
so it's like, it, but this is a 39 year old quarterback. And I really want to like stress this and I could be wrong, but on the Winkler eye test, I don't think Rogers is that good anymore. Like I know he just got off two MVPs, but last year he was not, he was very average. Yep. And there were still in there some throws. There was one to Christian Watson or whatever. There were some throws that you're like, that's Aaron. That's 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 Aaron. That's the guy I know. But for the most part, I don't think he had a big hand in winning those games at the end of the season. And I don't think that he did anything that Jordan Love couldn't do. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I really think, and this is maybe 30% wishful thinking, uh, maybe 70%. Maybe it's 70% wishful thinking. We'll see. I really think the Jets are, I think it's going to be a disaster. I think it's going to, I think it's going to go very poorly. So if it ends up being a second, you know, because the Packers want a first, Jets don't want it. Someone's going to have to budge. If they can get a second to get this, because again, it's clearly Goody wants him out of there. And I love that he waited. I do love that he waited until, well, I don't love it. I, I wish he would have, I wish he would have spoke up earlier. But now that Rodgers went on a show and said, I intend to play for the Jets. Like, if I'm trying to get a hold of my quarterback, he doesn't call me back and then says, I want to play for the Jets. I'm like, oh, go then. So I guess that trade package would be fine is my answer. Just, but, but I know, Bart, last week you talked about hold out as long as you can. Uh, basically out of spite, hold out as long as you can. You're, are you, I are would you- still like to do that. It just seems like it's not That's not what's happening. Okay, so you're, you're – you've. You've accepted. You've moved. I would hold. Out, I would hold out a spite and press the Jets hard. But if the Packers do want to pick this year, okay. I don't necessarily think they need one. And you're like, and then everybody says, "Well, a Jets first round pick next year is going to be like twenty eight or twenty nine. I don't think so. Everyone thought that about Denver. It was five. Now Rodgers won't play as bad as Russell Wilson, but do we know that? I don't know. I would say just to, before I go to Grant, I would just say you said, and he's a 39-year-old quarterback. He's a 39-year-old quarterback who was 90% retired before going into a darkness retreat. So, like, there's 39, which is already old by non-Tom Brady standards for an NFL quarterback. He's going to be in a new place for the first time in his life, although he's already got them bending over for him. Robert sure Sala's does. like, I, I, I would go in a darkness retreat. and Oh, that was so gross. Such pandering yeah. nonsense. Yeah, can, so maybe. He can maybe really do that. Robert Sala can mean that, but like it just comes off as pandering awfulness. All right, yeah. Grant, uh, just do it now. If you can get that 2023 20, second plus a conditional 2024 20, second, do it now. Get it out of the way. Move along. Mm-hmm or mm-mm. So, mm-hmm. I am not one of these Packers fans that is like, just get it done already. I'm so sick of it. Like, it's fine. We know he's going to be traded to the Jets. There's no mystery. Nobody's being held hostage, I don't think. It's it's fine. It's not like it needs to be done this instant. But yeah, I would do that. Mm-hmm. And I would do it right now if I could. And if I was a mediator in a room between the Jets and the Packers, and I role-played this in my show on Monday, I would look at both sides. And I'd start with Goody and I'd say, look, buddy, you can't go back in time and trade him last year and get what you were going to get last year. That ship has sailed and you can't go back in time and undo the contract that you gave him. Okay. So holding out endlessly thinking, well, I'm going to, I'm going to get this Godfather deal that makes last year. Okay. And makes that contract. You're not getting it. You are going to take an L on this to some degree. So just understand that move forward and make this trade. And then I would look at the jets and I'd say, you're the jets. You guys are an embarrassment. 
right? You have nothing. You, you oh, well, we like Zach Wilson. He, you played Chris Streveler over him last year. And, and by the way, you, and they declared Zach Wilson the number two QB yes, on yeah. Monday. You have no other plan. And the only other in. quarterback on the roster is Streveler. Yeah. So what, what, what do you have to stand on? What leg do you have to stand on? Well, we're the Jets and we're going to stand tall. Shut up. If you have to give up a first round pick, if you have to pay extra to get him, you do it because you're the Jets. So I would tell the Packers, you already took an L on this. So just swallow that and move on. And I would tell the Jets to Robert Sala and Joe Douglas are one bad season away from being fired. Both of them. So make this trade, even if it costs a little bit more than you think it should. And you'll yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I would say. Sorry guys, I'm just. And I, I think, I, I think you know that I love Robert. My prop. You know how I love my props. You have a prop. I do. Yep. Jets, Tebow, figurine. Ah, uh-huh. we'll put that. Back I, here. I also have a prop, and I, I think I'm. I was asking the Jets, what leg do you have to stand on? Well, here's my leg that I stand on, in order to speak on this intelligently. This is my my uh, share in Green yeah. Bay Packers Incorporated. So I have this, that down here too, but it is not framed. I took my diploma out of this frame. My <laughs> diploma is now in a large envelope. I thought this deserved the frame. There um, is nothing in this house that is more dusty than my diploma. I opened it up. You have to like, like on a car where it says clean me. You have to like do that. I, I have no reason for it. Although my UWL diploma would also work as a prop in this instance because I... I feel like I'm kind of one with Brian Gudikins here, Eagle Solid. Yes, you, me, and and Goody, the three amigos they call us. Yeah, go back on uh, campus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll I'll end the chorus with mm-hmm as well. I think that's fine. I do think that there's. It was a week ago that we talked about with Toby on the show about needing a first round pick or Gudikins deserving some criticism if he doesn't. Gudikins kind of threw that away yesterday when he was asked, like, does the third does the 13 pick need to be involved? And he said, Well, it would be nice if it was involved, but like it's not, you know, does it have to be? Like, okay, well, now you're not getting the 13th pick. <laughs> like, um, so I'm gonna say mm-hmm, but I've like kind of a, a a secondary question to what we were just talking about based on the conversation. Would you rather next year's conditional pick or swapping 15 and 13 this year? I know it's only two spots. But it's a mid, you know, it's two big spots. So would would you, if you could get the swap of the Packers moving up from 15 to 13, but no picks in the future, would you rather do that? Or would you rather just take the second this year, not swap 15 and 13, but get the conditional next year? Well, I'm not, the swapping. They're going to overdraft a guy anyway. So the guy they're going to want... I mean, two spots. Two spots can be the difference between getting Justin Jefferson or not, and setting an entirely different trajectory of. Uh, I I was gonna say those two spots could be the difference between getting or not getting a Rashawn Gary type, which means in five years and after an ACL tear, we might have a number one edge rusher. Um, which would hey, be I'm on record. I love that Gary pick. Okay, are you shading Rashawn Gary? No, I think he's great. He's he was a nice third string pass rusher, and then he got hurt. I think it's been a wildly successful career for a top thirteen pick. I no, I don't hate Rashawn Gary. I just wow, that was heavy shade. Yeah, wow. No, no, say it now. Now you have to say your piece. I just I'm waiting on the day that he becomes our number one edge rusher. I know he just got hurt. That's not that spot. was this year. Yeah, like what, what's going on here, Grant? And he was the best player on the team. He was yeah, the for, best player on the t- like on the team on the team for like a month, and then he got hurt. So now we're going into year five, and I'm just kind of still waiting. I'm waiting on the 
the Rashawn Gary season. I don't know. Wow. Maybe I shouldn't have picked this bone. I'm sorry. Well, I, I mean, let's. I mean, I, I'm happy to explore it with you. I just, huh? Okay. Well, speaking of bones, uh, there's a lot of uh, meat right off the bone at Omaha Steaks. Oh wow! And wow. you can go to OmahaSteaks.com and you can get thirty dollars off the package that you ordered with OmahaSteaks.com. I want to thank everybody that has gone to Omaha Steaks so far. They put the packages. Listen to me. They put the packages. I got bone in my throat. They put the packages together and they have great deals. Okay. And then you get $30 off that deal at checkout when you put in the promo code BARTS. OmahaSteaks.com, the tenderloins, the franks, the pork chops. Let me thank everyone who uh, that I know of that's ordered so far. I want to thank Tom for ordering. OmahaSteaks.com, the promo code is BARTS. For $30 off. I thought Mark. I thought, I thought Mark also. Uh, right now, I think one person has used the code. Happy place. Have there. You guys are like using the code three times a month. It's awesome. <laughs> Promo codes bar 25% off. So we have a much more gummy audience than we do steak audience. One would think that one might lead to another, but I guess we yeah. haven't reached that point yet. Yeah, I'm trying to get people to, what they need to do is have a gummy, Mm -hmm. which makes them want to eat a bunch of steak, Mm -hmm. and then they're they're in a great frame of mind to play on their golf simulator from Carl's Place, and then afterwards, they've had such a good time with that experience, they document it on a website with the guys from Sun Ant Interactive that helped build BartWinklerShow.com. That's what we're trying to get. That's what we're trying to have happen Paul, are you, done your, are you done with your promos? I'm done with whatever that was, but I'll be uh, uh, whatever this is. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. 
That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Paul, did you see last night Cassidy Hill from uh, Packers News and Journal Sentinel? Did you see her tweet? The Green Bay Hy-V has has a big sign: "All Aaron Rodgers items fifty percent off." It's like shirts, jerseys, action uh, action figures, bobbleheads. Have you ever been to a Hy-V? They sell think... Packers stuff at a Hy-V. I was gonna say it's like just it's just like a whole aisle of Rodgers, like stuff a Meyer with a big fifty percent off sign. <laughs> So yeah, I, uh, the Green Bay Hy-Vee, I heard, is, like, tremendous. My mother-in-law drove there from Appleton just to check it out because that's what people do when they are a little bit older, which I, I like it, too. I like to I like to see a new store as much as the next guy. But I went to a Hy-Vee in Madison. Maybe I thought it was the biggest shithole I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> well, where's Meyer? Do you say Hy-Vee or Meyer? It's probably the Hy-Vee in Madison I went to on the east side. Like, that's what, that's what people – can't believe when they come to lacrosse because the quick trip headquarters are there and they're like you have shitty quick trips it's like no they're og quick trips they're day one they've been there they're not these new massive stores that are yeah. put up in madison and milwaukee these are og yeah, the, the quick trips in lacrosse would be tobacco outlets anywhere else yeah well, let me also say i'm still really bent out of shape because i tweeted something about announcing soccer games in madison and and one guy's like sorry about the gas prices like come on dude I'm really mad about that. Bart, do you have any quick trip content for us? Like any like promos where you queue up the music and you do a, you got any uh, left? Yeah. I like to, uh, here it comes. No, He's, I got nothing. Oh, you're, I thought you're looking for the, the music cue. All you right. Want, you want a quick trip promotion? I do. Hey everybody, my name is Paul Emig for Quick Trip. When I leave the basement, the one out of 30 days in a month, that I'm not stalking celebrities at a Broadway show, I'm going to Quick Trip. That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> That's pretty good. All right. Well done. Every, okay. every time Paul goes on like any trip, he sends me like a picture. It's like, hey, I ran into Nick Offerman. Where? At a Hy-Vee. <laughs> weird i do yeah i do it's true you paul emig you hosted trivia on the bart winkler show yeah you from remember the day as a matter of fact i am as a matter of fact i am did you were you on america's pregame with mike hill one time from lambeau field (laughs) three times (laughs) yeah and then mike hill was a big part of real housewives of atlanta yeah i remember you telling me that people do forget but then they got divorced oh really all right. We don't have to spend too much time on this. I don't know how close this is going <laughs> to. Go ahead. All right. For those not watching the YouTube version, Bart just put up sponsored by Shell. I fucking <laughs> love Shell. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, Bart, you can veer away from this one if you want a little bit. Yesterday, Monday, excuse me, Brian Gudekinst finally stood up for the Green Bay Packers, finally told his side of the story. Better late than never. Thanks for finally, finally doing this, but it, I'm glad you did it, Brian Gutekind. So it's better late than never. 
But thank you for finally telling the Packers side of the story. It was about time. Mm-hmm or mm-mm. Well. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I'm curious to see where he goes with this. I wish you would have done it sooner. I, I, the, yeah. I wanted – the moment that I wanted um, him to say something was last year when Rodgers was hurt. Rodgers went on McAfee and said, I intend to play or whatever. Yep. And I wanted – and then Goody was asked about it, and he goes, yeah, well, Rodgers, oh, yeah, or whatever. I wanted him to say, we're going to pick the quarterback that's going to give us the best chance to win. And even if it was just, – just don't say the name Aaron Rodgers. Just at least put some doubt in there. Like, you're not – I look, so this isn't about Rodgers. It's about fans. Like, he won those two MVPs which I think gave him more cachet than he deserved last season. He didn't not, he didn't play anywhere close to an MVP last year. Right. And we, we kept asking like he, we kept acting like he was in the middle of an MVP campaign. <laughs> Plus how come NBA MVPs like mean the world to me and NFL MVPs, I discredit at all times. Because NBA, I'll jump in. NBA MVPs mean more. That's the most important individual award in professional. And also, sports. people are trying to give it to Jokic again. Oh, are they? Well, Kendrick Perkins is. I saw that. Well, Embiid. Well, I'm, I'm totally pro Embiid, only for the reason he's not Jokic. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Anyway, I'm finally happy. Yes, I am happy that Goody. Fi- but but again, he had the opportunity because Rogers went on a show and said. I intend to play for a different team. So. Yeah. I like that Gudekins said, quote. You guys hear those sirens? I do hear that. Were, was that you or Grant? No, they're like, right the, hey, I live in no the big city of house. all of us. I live in the big city. Yeah, are you kidding me? Someone's probably stealing Bart's car right now. Yeah, it is a hundred. My car, the windows are down. The keys are in it. I don't even worry about it. I left my keys in it overnight the other day. I did. Uh, Gudikin said on Aaron Rodgers, quote, certainly whenever a player may have issues, you prefer that they talk to you directly and not do it in the media, but it's not necessarily the way he goes about it. And that's okay. What an awesome, like, that is where that Bill Hader gif of eating the popcorn and just like sitting back. Was and that's made. okay. That's, that's okay. my, that's my favorite thing to say when I'm trying to be a prick to someone, I'll be oh, like, yeah. Hey, you did it this way. And that's fine. That's, that's okay. I mean, Good you're, you. you're, you're a total you know, you're a total, you know what, but like, yeah. it's fine. It's okay. fine. If that's the way you want to do it, it's fine. It's very Seinfeld-ish. So yeah, Grant, better late than never, You're, but you are glad that Gudikins finally told the other side of the story? Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. I don't know how to bottle this answer up into an mm-hmm or mm-hmm. Grant, this, why don't you just say what your tweet was that people got mad at you for? So here's here's my question. Why did Goody do this? Like, I there needs to be a good reason Okay, so Grant, I was can because I because he's I, fucking annoyed with his okay. diva quarterback. So can, sure. I need to jump in because I was looking for the right gift to reply to you with. Okay, and it, the only one I could come up with was when I chose not to send, which was because fuck them. That's why. And that's, that's that's the. I mean, and I know that's like not how how a, like a professional like executive type should conduct their business. I see, I hear you, but also. <laughs> like at some point you just gotta you know you get the middle finger thrown at you so many times you finally gotta give one back that's sure. why sure i need a better reason than that no you right? don't need a better I, reason. I need 
I need to know that the Packers were actively being hurt by the things that Rodgers was saying. There, there, there needed to be a problem with a potential free agent, with an agent. Like, there needed to be a reason to set this record straight. Because when Rodgers went on McAfee two weeks ago, I remember afterwards saying, whatever. It's Rodgers being Rodgers. Just ignore it. It looks like he's going to the Jets. It'll be fine. There's no acrimony between the two sides. This, with Goody bringing this up, will not... I don't think help make a trade easier. Why would the Jets want him more now knowing this? I don't think the relationship between Rodgers and the Packers will be great because of it, at least not at first. And that's why I'm tweeting. I was like, you guys don't get mad at me. Don't, don't be mad when Favre cuts or not Favre. Whoops. When <laughs> Rodgers cuts the Packers out and he doesn't want to come back for anything and they he, retire his number and he doesn't show up. Cause that's the kind of thing. Rodgers do. I, and I want to, I do don't that's no, no, hold thinking on. like a fan. Think like an owner bar. No, well, first off, we're, you're, you're both owners. I'm not, yeah. but um, Grant, the response I had to you for that last night, but I knew we were talking this morning was um, how did you phrase that? You said um, like, what if, what if they don't, what if Rogers won't come back to any of the ceremonial things in the future? Yeah. Who does that look bad on? I agree. But in, if, if Rogers to Bart's point many times, and I think there was, if there was an Aaron Rodgers day in bumfuck Wyoming tonight at 3 p.m., Rodgers would be on the first train there. That, whatever. That, that may be true. That may, celebrate me? comes back. Sure. So if he doesn't come back, listen, this is the same guy, right? And I think, Bart, was this you who said this? Um, cuts out his family, cuts out teammates, cuts out friends, girlfriends, whatever. Like, he, you know, if he's going to be the level of petty where the Packers are like, hey, we'd like to honor you. And, and he says, hey – do you remember on March 27th, 2023, when you sure. said something that slightly contradicted my narrative that I had very carefully crafted over years with Pat McAfee? How dare you? I will yeah. not come back and be honored by the team. That doesn't make the Packers look bad. That makes Aaron look bad. So that I would disagree with you pretty heavily there. We can debate like the semantics of whether because fuck them, that's why is a good reason not to, to do something. Yeah. I'm being a bit facetious in that. But like, if there's an Aaron Rodgers day and Rodgers says, I'm not coming, that's on Aaron's that's on a pettiness level that's well beyond what like sure. would look bad on the organization. Sure. And I like I'll compliment Brian Gudikins and I I lied. I do have my uh diploma from the University of Wisconsin Lacrosse. Uh as does Brian Gudikins. I remember talking with a UWL football coach a couple of years ago because our our station here in Lacrosse carries the games and his team has met with Goody and he's he's involved with the UWL team. They've been to Green Bay for practices and stuff. And he just had nothing but glowing things to say about Goody. And um, and I was asking him, like, this must have been two years ago. I said, don't you think it's like he's done a bad job letting Rodgers walk over him, right? He's he's kind of getting owned. He's he's always bowing down to what Rodgers wants. And this football coach is like, sometimes that's what a good exec has to do, right? You need to eat a little bit of dirt. And you need to keep your star happy. And you need to keep him content. And I always thought that Goody had, had been very humble and, and very willing to do that and kind of take a beating publicly as, as the GM and the decision maker to keep Rogers, the quarterback happy and to do what's best for the Packers. And, and now I'm he like, finally no longer has to do that. But my point is he was so close. He's almost out. He's almost gone. Now nah. like, we're, we're, we could be, we could be days away. We could be hours away from Rogers being out and Goody never would have had to say anything, but again, he must've needed to do this for some reason. I, so I'm just interested to what personal that pride, man. Like if you got kicked in the balls for years on end, like, like, and then someone said, Hey Grant, do you want to tell your side of the story about why this person kept kicking in the butt? No, I'm good. Like I want to take the high road. At some point you're going to say, no, some people take the high road. 
I've eaten enough dirt. Like I'm, I'm, I'm shoveling. And it's not like he said, it's not like he said, Hey, that, that former quarterback of ours is a, is a liar. He is constantly manipulating words. He, I'd never really yeah. liked him. He didn't say like anything, actually like a direct attack. He just kind of said, well, Rogers will hear that's, but sure. I agree. I don't think we disagree. I'm just like pointing out an angle like, yeah, this is entertaining and fun, but like, did we need to do this? I appreciate no. your angle. I would say I'm glad that he finally stood up for himself sure. and stood up for the organization. It was about, it was way past time. And again, he could have gone much. It's about more- damn time. Give a little hibbidibi, shibbidibu, Lizzo drink. Gudikins could have been much more direct. Was Is your mom like Lizzo? Grant, I'm gonna. I can't talk about Aaron Rodgers anymore from a personality standpoint. Okay. I'm texting you. So if you could read this on, but if you don't want to say these words as yours, just say like they're a listener said it or something. A source. This one's from Mark. He says, hi, Bart and Paul and Grant. Love the show. Miss Trivia. Also, Horvat was great in that. He should come back for a reunion. I agree. Uh, Mark continues. Who is in Aaron's life now that was also in it 10 years ago? The guy sheds relationships like a reptile sheds skin. He will die alone and probably tell off the nurses and doctors helping him through hospice with his last breath. You guys do a fantastic job. I make my wife listen in the car. Best, Mark. Wow. Some good points. Mark. What a a very interesting angle. Mark. That was a very interesting angle. No, those are some direct shots that Mark took. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I would be, I would challenge to prove Mark wrong. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. thought it was a great, I had great points. Personally. Thank you. I don't know. Or thank Mark. Thank I don't know who Mark is. <laughs> Any closing thoughts on this? Yeah, uh, no, no, yeah. I don't think this is, a, I also say this. I don't think this is a topic again. And now until the trade happens, unless Rogers goes back on McAfee, which he will. Well, that's the, maybe that's the question we should end this little topic with like is Rogers gonna go on and again then does Goody have to say something again to set the narrative straight again no, like no 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 he took his one big he took his one big shot okay okay uh, yeah All so right. and then so here's the thing and to your I know we just keep going in a circle here but what if like we always know that Rogers is gonna take one word and say well I got I got uh I'm being asked to go on a competing station tomorrow during your show is that fine? Yeah, yeah. That's always fine. You know, I text you about it. I'm never serious. What will be the word choice from Gudikins yesterday that Rogers will categorically deny? So here's the quote. Our um uh da, da, da. we tried to contact him many times. Rogers like, no, no, it was several times, not many times. Or will it be our inability to reach him or for him to respond in any way? I I did respond. I, I, I didn't send it, but like I I responded. I like telepathically. Maybe it's that. Um, at I think at that point, Gudikin said I had to do my job. Aaron would say, "Well, you mean your job and Russ Ball's job? Like, what, what will be the what will be the categorically incorrect part that Gudikin said that Rogers will refuse? It wasn't a wish list. Sure, I told them the players I liked. It wasn't a like. What's this? What's this? What's this? Gudikin's press conferences wish list. What's this, folks? What's the what's the new spin we're gonna get on this? Hmm. I kind of response. Everybody thinks he's going to run back to McAfee because he, like, historically speaking, this is. No, I think it's over. Do you think McAfee deep down wants Rodgers to have another rebuttal? 
Hell yes. Just for the you got half a million people watching him on a Tuesday on a YouTube. Oh, of course he does. It would be bad business for him not to want that. That's fair. That was a Tim Shea question. I guess deep down, I was like, I should have asked. Does does McAfee buy into what Rogers is selling? When Rogers uh, I think he, I think he, I think he clear I think he clearly does. And okay. whether that's because it's good for business or because he actually does, I don't know. Look, and and once you get close to a situation and you cover it and you deal with the people yeah. and the story up close, it's hard to not feel personally different about what you're talking about, and it's hard to not change your opinion of the something <laughs> you know and in, in takes and such. As Grant puts on his credential, yeah, yeah. Before Grant went on his trip, the Brewers were. The cheapest team going to win 75 games. I mean, they're still, they still don't have any money. That didn't change. I will say their social media has been getting some, some W's in the last Do week. Do not interrupt an upcoming segment for me, but I guess if you really want to, Bart, there's a chance later for you to apologize or not, maybe not apologize, but to say like, Hey, that was in the past. There's some really good stuff happening. We'll get to that later. Um, Ooh, a tease. A tease. I want to say, I want to finish this on the NFL topic. Lamar Jackson doesn't have an agent. He's negotiating for himself or maybe this like fitness gym guy. If you were a 25-year-old, I'm going to ask you a real question about this. If you were a superstar 25-year-old quarterback in a league that doesn't have guaranteed contracts, it's the one thing in the NBA, right, where it's like, if you're a max guy, there's really no finagling. Like, you know, like, is the fifth-year a player option or not? Uh, you know, like, there's a very minimal. All right, you're, you're about to make at least $100 million. You're a 25-year-old superstar. You would go at this like Lamar is with no agent? Mm-hmm. Or mm-mm. You'd go yeah, go yeah ahead. You're, you're 25. I'll start. Almost. Mm-mm. I don't do my own taxes. I will pay $50 for a man to do my taxes. I have no dependents. I have one job. I live in the state where I work. My taxes could not be easier to do. They, it's, it's a one pager. You can fit it all in a note card. I won't do them. I always <laughs> pay something, always pay someone to do something. Always. I, when I get my oil change, I actually go to the more expensive place because I enjoy sitting down and using their free Wi-Fi and drinking three coffees from their machine. Always pay. Yes, I would pay an agent. Mm-hmm. This is generational wealth he's dealing with. And he's, I don't know. Also, I apologize for laughing at you earlier. You said fitness gym and all I heard was fit in this gym in your mouth. <laughs> so I'm, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Get an agent. I would not Bart, go about it this way. Bart, mm-hmm. you'd go at it agentless a la Lamar. Mm-hmm, or, mm-hmm. Well, I don't mind. See, okay, so I don't mind. Like, I'm doing my own taxes, and I usually do. And uh, there's some questions I have. You know, this it, my taxes got a little weirder. Of course. But, and I would love for someone to do them for me, but I don't like the process of trying to find out who that person is. Ah. So I don't like that process. Um, I respect back what Lamar I, at 25 look I'm, I'm looking around and seeing all these people that got scammed by like Kevin Bacon lost 80% of his wealth from Bernie Madoff really? Drew Holiday just got fucking robbed from somebody Dane Cook's brother took all his money yeah I don't know I and and when you're when you're Lamar negotiating the one thing about having an agent like some people in Milwaukee have agents which boggles my mind most people won't take on Milwaukee clients because they're like you guys don't make enough money I'm talking in the radio biz mm-hmm. having an agent would be nice because it'd be like look I'm too timid to ask for a raise could you do it for me but it's also like if you're negotiating on your own behalf you know what they're going to say about you 
So at least with like Corbin Burns, you know, going through that arbitration process, he knows to their face what they think of him. Lamar Jackson knows to his face what they think of him. Is that a good thing for the player? I don't know. It's a thing. I agree. Like, yeah, you probably have more clarity. In, in, a, in, a, in a line where the, the thing about having an agent, not having an agent, pretty much everyone that's a contemporary of Lamar has an agent. Mm-hmm. So I think, at that I think, point, think, you should did, just get an agent. I think did Laramie Tunsil do his own deal? I think he did. The all-time highest-paid left tackle now in NFL history. I think he did his own deal. He needs yeah. more of a social media man, less of a, yeah, less of an agent. Well, Lamar Lamar's problem is that this he's Lamar's the guy going against the system. Mm-hmm. Deshaun Watson got all the guaranteed money, which fucked over everybody. Yes. So Lamar's like, well, I want that, and now no one will give it to him. It is collusion. I mean, clearly. Nobody wants to. They don't. They don't want to give. They don't want to give guaranteed money. Well, I mean, it might have just been one outlier idiot ownership group in Cleveland. But oh no, don't no 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 no. That's our guy. That's Jimmy Haslam. Right. If, if this if this moron's going to give two hundred sixty million dollars guaranteed to Lamar, that means we're going to resign Brooke for a million dollars, hundred million dollars. We're going to resign Middleton for five hundred million dollars. All right. Here. All right. If that's if that's great that's, move, okay. Jimmy Haslam. Jimmy Haslam. I would argue he's done more for the Bucks so far than the Lazarys ever have. He did not build Vicer Forum. No, but other than that, I would agree. For Senate any cost. Bare hands. So, Bart, you would or would not? Where are you concluding here? Agent for Bart as you're about to make generational wealth? Well, Bart does his own taxes, so I'm confused. I know. there's He's on both sides of this. Yeah, I, I guess uh, I guess I would probably get an agent. So I, I th- But I'm still going to do my own taxes. Fair. I Good think, boundaries. I think I'm um mm-mm, not would not do it like Lamar. Mm-hmm. Would get an agent. But the benefit is there if he had an agent, his trade request from 25 days ago would have leaked. Contract negotiations would have leaked. An agent would not have let Lamar post that tweet on Monday just as Harbaugh was about to go to the podium because the agent would know that that's going to screw over the agent's future opportunities to negotiate with the Ravens, right? So there's all these like backdoor, whereas if you're Lamar, you're just here for Lamar. If you're the agent, you're leaking stuff because you want to keep your media contacts happy. You want rap sheet to keep putting your stuff out and the shafter to keep putting your stuff out. You want Harbaugh to take your calls again in the future. So if I was to talk to the other side of this, I could, because I'd say Lamar only has to worry about Lamar. His agent would have definitely leaked this, would have definitely found ways to like manipulate things in a way that clearly Lamar didn't want to. So I'm still going to say, give me an agent, but I, I can see the the benefits on the other side. Well, really quick, like just think about the NBA. When a player wants out and it might get ugly, what do they do? They've joined Clutch Sports, right? Because yeah, right. that is the representation that knows how to get a client out of a less than great situation. In baseball, you're coming up on free agency. You want to get paid a lot of money and leave probably where you are. You hire Scott Boris. Hashtag, right? uh, or, or I should say side note, hashtag. These Corbin Burns, who did Corbin Burns just sign? Exactly. He's yeah. geared up to get paid. Yes. Lamar's trying to do both, right? Lamar's trying to get a, a, a potentially barrier shattering deal and keep the precedent going that Lamar set. And he's trying to leave and he's trying to do it by himself. Like that's, that's going to be a really tall task for him. Very much so. Yeah. All right. That's all I had on that one. I think Good discourse. Yeah. Bart, because you opened um, Tuesday's podcast with Bucks, I'll do Bucks last 
and I'll do Brewers because I think you're probably going to do Brewers on Thursday's show because it will be opening day. As <laughs> are you flexing, Grant? No, uh, I, just, I don't just, have anything like I don't have a big Brewers preview plan. I'm just well, you're going to talk about it, but I, maybe not even. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you up front that I what I normally don't do that this is for me this is mm-hmm and that's why I'm asking it. Oh, all of these prospects. Hold on. It, uh, yeah, I know, right? All of these are the format. <laughs> Excuse me. Here we go. Let's try this out. All these prospects in the Brewers organization and all the hype around <clears throat> what's been happening with who's making the final roster, all of that, for me, I'll say fun, has made this the most exciting upcoming opening day in recent years for you as a Brewers fan. Mm-hmm or mm-mm. I did, I did the other day start to get excited. Yeah, let's go. I did go. the other day start to get excited. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm ex- I don't know. I'm not – no, I'm not – I don't know. But so if not this year, which year? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Well, so like 29th to 2018 was when they were a game away from the World Series, right? 2018. Mm-hmm. So 2019, of course, everyone was super hyped. I'm a so little what? less excited because I'm not going to be at opening day. Okay. <laughs> if I must say. You could you could be, but you're playing it coy. How? I'm not going to have CBS credential me. I mean, you could directly reach out yourself they're not gonna bring in me as if i'm a podcaster now i think i don't think the brewers ever need to see me around the facility again to be fair you've been a total dick i don't <laughs> think i'm like an enemy i but think yeah if they yeah. if they had their choice bart doesn't need to be here what did he ever do what is he gonna do if you were the what brewers would you credential you no of course not. <laughs> Would you not credential you because you're on a podcast, or would you not credential you because of all the shots you've taken? I'd, creden- I'd not credential me because I was credentialed for eight years and the jack shit there. <laughs> doing it, Bart. I'm I'm watching Veep right now. You oh. would be like the Leon West character <laughs> inside the bowels of American Family Field. Are you watching Veep for the first time? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, this so one's good. Leon. Leon West uh, is the, the yeah the reporter who eventually be uh, I can't I don't want to say anything. Oh, Thank that guy. You. Yeah, okay. Like you need to become that guy. I think they would appreciate hard hitting journalism. What season are you on? I think two. I'm pretty early. Okay. Two something. Yeah. All right. Um, is Ted Lasso a big enough show to go to the White House? Uh, I never oh. watched season two. I finished season one and season thought. Two. Season one is one of the best things ever in TV. Season two is, I don't like it. I finished season one and I thought, that was good. I'm done now. I the Dark Game it. was the one of the greatest TV moments oh, of all time. Wonderful. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. when's my show Severance come back? Yeah, I think this summer. So, so good. God, fuck me. Are oh. you guys into Succession? I was listening, by the oh, way, yeah. disclaimer. Succession. Yeah, This is not a shot at anyone who works in our industry. This is simply an observation. I was listening to Zabe the other morning. He can't stand succession. He's like, the writing sucks. The character, he just going scorched earth on that show. I was like, okay, there's a take I haven't heard. The the guy who hates succession, because everyone just bends over backwards for this show. It's a really good show. It's a really good show. I think so, yeah. My wife watched it for a little bit. The only time I've ever seen it on is when they're in like some high-end bar or something. Well, they're always at a high end something. I want to. This is one I want to watch, but I'm still getting through Marvel. 
You're always there's, you're never gonna get through Marvel. That's yes, the I will. Marvel. I'm through Daredevil half for first season. I thought of you while watching Succession the other night, Bart, because Roman has this scene where they're about to spend like eight or nine million dollars, and he's like, "You guys don't understand how much money is in a billion. It's a thousand million. And then he says, "Yeah, that's my out. line." And I'm sitting at home like Leo DiCaprio with a can <laughs> of beer, like pointing at the screen. It was funny. All right. Clearly, we don't want to talk about the Brewers, so I am pretty excited. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, yes. So, yeah, I would say mm-hmm, absolutely. Obviously, I led with that. Um, that would lead me into the, the, you know, the the hidden camera videos with Bryce Terang and with Gus Varland, the freshman. If you've watched the series that the Brewers have had, does anybody on this podcast would they like to use this opportunity to say anything positive about the really good stuff that's been happening on Brewers social media? Mm-hmm, or mm-mm, that someone here would like to take that chance. Well, before you try to bait me into saying something I'll regret, let me take this time to say something positive <laughs> about Happy Place Hemp. HappyPlaceHemp.com, 25% off every order. I mean every order. Do you think I just mean your first order? Do you think I mean your first three orders? It's every order. I'm going to I'm gonna start doing my hat. You know, hold on. Someone's bothering me lately on Twitter. This is not someone I want to go against, but I'll tell you. Leave Eli alone. No, it's not Eli. Who is it? Eli's the kid who watermarks NFL films that fucking super 70 sports. Oh God. Every, Why? every tweet is the same. You knew goddamn fucking right. Marlboro. You fucking goddamn knew. Okay. We get it. Not every time. So you, f- you come home to happy place. Hem- you goddamn right. You're going to have a fucking good time. So that's what I wanted to do. Happy Promo code is Bart. 25% off every order. You know how many dogs out there are dying? Spray some CBD in their mouth. Give them a better life. Can you, can you promote that item in any other way, please? No one wants to think about dead dogs or dying dogs. You know what I like to do, Grant? What's that? I like to roam the streets of Milwaukee and see all the strays and just right in their face. I'm saving dogs. One tincture at a time now you might just be like bart that's weird i just like taking gummies because they relax me and make me feel good and that's fine too 25 percent off happyplacehemp.com such a great combo pop one at halftime of a bucks game watch the second half and then slip into a little post game stream yard hear q and tony and texas do each other yeah there you there's a promo code on the youtube on the youtube all right. I do not want to apologize to the Brewer social media team. Who's making these videos? Do they have a video person? Yes. Is, is that the social media person? It's a team of people, bud. Who's the one that's running the Twitter account? I know who it is, actually. Well, I I'm, found not, out. I, I'm not going there. So I not no. They they need to come out with an apology for the fucking cheese incident. Come on, that's a throwaway off-season tweet. The Brewer string cheese incident. They, did you see the Yelich tweet? That was funnier. They deleted it. That was the best one. Which did one? Did you guys see it? So I think it was last Friday. 
when there were runners on and Yelich just smoked a ground ball right into the grass. And then it snuck under the shortstop's glove and two runs scored. And the Brewers tweeted the highlight and they were like, Yelich doing Yelich things. That picture is also not great. Why would they ever delete a Yelich tweet? They've never done that before. Other than that tweet, which is funny. It's not like it was the end of the world. I, I think they've been killing it the last couple of weeks. I think it's been so, good stuff. We're so excited. Bart, let me tell you what you're... If I get a great piece of mail, if someone writes me a great letter, I'm not giving credit to the mailman. But so you're being... You're, you're, media you're, person, you're, nit, you're nitpicking. Videos, what? You're nitpicking, though. Like, there's an... Like, if there's... A, most, most clubs have an overall digital content everything, right? So it's all under... It's all part of the same leadership model. So you can't if you're like, oh well, it wasn't like the social media thing. Like, come right. on, you're, you're clearly, different. I clearly, I know they're doing a good job. I'm just being stubborn. What do you think about this? I was reading all these places that denied me for social media jobs in the last six months, and someone wow. in the comments rightfully said, "Why would anyone hire you? You're always getting in fights on Twitter." <laughs> but then to that I said, "But am I not building my brand?" Well, the question is, does Batteries Plus want that as their brand? <laughs> that doesn't mean I need to do that for them. For this brand, know? I am a social, I am the social media director for the Bart Winkler show. And the Bart Winkler show brand is combative. <laughs> that doesn't mean that I'm combative. That's my brand is combative. It's good to know that you have that club in your bag. I would question if you can keep that club in your bag if you were in charge of, you know, a major social media account. I fear I will never have a real job again. You I could have, like a job, have to move you could have a job away. tomorrow. If you wanted a job, you could get a job tomorrow. But like a job that is easy and I don't have to work hard. <laughs> okay. There's nowhere to work in this town unless you want to work 40 hours a week. <laughs> what about, oh, your wife works from home. I was going to say in care, in home daycare. I love the movie Daddy Daycare. Your son is already around. Great movie. It is a great movie. One of Jeff Garland's. I Garland sit at home all day and we send my son to daycare. There's a problem there. You should do Daddy Daycare. I think the Brewer's social media has been excellent. Other than a couple funny tweets, but I have tweet notifications turned on for them. I see everything they send the second they send it. So I'm, I'm, I have them under a microscope. So I'm about to lose my blue check mark, guys. You have till April 15th. Yeah. And then he's going to charge you to vote in polls. Sports radios boned on that. Yeah. One. How, how will March Madness ever survive? How, what's your level of confidence in Brian Gutekunst after his comments on Monday? Very confident, somewhat confident, or not very confident at all. What will sports radio do? With Look, I got I got the GNL Liquidators Twitter poll of the day that I put up every goddamn day. Do you really? What am I going to do? I don't know. Is that a real place? I was going to say I... <laughs> GNL Liquidators. So Bart, let me just say this about your social media stuff. The problem that you the, what you have said about Gary Wolfel in the past is he doesn't tweet after the Bucks win the championship. He tweets after they get down 2-0. Oh. He picks his spots. Oh, wow. So if you go after the Brewers when they wow. do something you don't like and then you oh. don't say the good stuff, now you're being 
woeful Bucks Twitter guy because you're only picking the spots that fit your narrative. You can't do that. Paul. Mm, let's go. <laughs> I don't like recording someone without their permission. I thought those were very intrusive. Oh, you're not really doing yeah, that. The casting couch reply tweet was very funny. That's my buddy Popcorn Jake. Yeah. Okay. Brewer's Twitter is incredible. That... Um, but so if I'm Gus Varlin and I make the team, God, could Craig have been worse than that? They had to Craig was fine. We're we're Maybe. optioning you to Chicago. That was, was that was the fun. Terang one. Yeah. I, Terang's like, you know my what the oh the cup. I thought that was like great. I, I would have thought I got traded to the White Sox. I think I think I think a few thoughts probably went through his mind. And then they're like, then afterwards they're like, "Hey, do you mind? We we had a camera in that plant. They gotta do, ask him. Do you no, mind if don't. we put it on? If you're Bryce Terang, you're not gonna say no because then you're like, well, if I say no, are you gonna send me down? No, because you you get people are gonna want to live that moment with you. Like it, first off, if Bar, you just talked about your brand. Bryce Terang's brand, Gus Varland's brand, had a positive hit yesterday. Not just because they made the team, but Gus Varland is going to finish the season. People got to watch them live the best moment of their life. What? Gus Varland is going to have more saves in the second half than Devin Williams. Wow, that is a hot take. But like, no, but seriously, it's good for the Bryce Terang brand. It's good for the Gus Varland brand. That, and by the way, there wasn't an Owen Miller one. So, like, I don't know if that was because Owen Miller said, "No, I'd rather you didn't." put it on like i don't i don't know but for people on youtube how much should i worry about this hairline significantly get a perm and then let it hang down that's the style i'm have. getting a haircut everyone so just be aware all right i want to ask you anything else to say on the brewers bard or you'd like to say yeah the social media team has been fucking gangbusters <laughs> and they alone have got me more interested in this in this opening day so yes because of the social media team. I don't know how much of this is serious at this point. Well, I just think. I, I don't I either. Also, you know, either. I gotta say, I got to say, it wasn't just the in-house uh, coverage from the Look Brewers. Grant, Grant, Grant went down to Phoenix. faces of the names. I thought there were a lot. There was a lot of buzz generated by many parties the last couple of weeks all around the Brewers, not just the Brewers themselves. So I'd, I'd like to add that. In. Do you think that's a good enough argument for me trying to get social media jobs? Like. I, I I'm doing a brand. This is all a bit. It's I guess not me. It, is all, it is all a bit at the end of the day. It's a, it's, it's me trying to get, I love when people are like, you're just trying to get people to listen to your show. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's like the only fucking money I have right now is if, is if Geico has an ad in my podcast that I don't, who even sponsors the podcast from blue wire. I don't even know what ads run just like ads for other podcasts. <laughs> what ads run in my show? I, I, I I'm I'm a podcast skipper. I do the thirty second, thirty second. And uh, then... Well, that don't help me. Well, I support your advertisers. They're just not coming to mind at the moment. All right, uh, you got Bucks one, Bucks one. All right, a lot Wait, of. Can NBA... I play a voicemail quick? Sure. Yeah. Are you yeah. guys in a hurry? Do you need to leave? No, not in a hurry. All right, Carl's plays voicemail four zero two nine one five B A R T. Yep, that's right. My name four zero two nine one five. 2278. I got a voicemail from John and Franklin. And remember Carl's place. Grant, as you said, you're doing your taxes. Hopefully you get a nice little refund. You can go to carlvt.com backslash Bart. Or just go to bartwinklershow.com. Link's right there. I'll go check it out. 
Get a golf simulator. Here's Jaron. Good morning, John and Franklin. I uh, just got done listening to your show from Monday night. Um, enjoyed it. Uh, good to hear Matt in the Falls. Uh, his take on the number one seed, I'm in full agreement with, and every Bucks fan should be in 100% agreement. He's spot on. That's how I feel. It's it's the only way to feel. We're not, we're not worried about beating one or you know one of these teams, but obviously you don't want to go through two and take the physical attrition and the effort it's going to take. You want to save that for a team in the West, which brings me to uh, the point you made, and I'm not worried about the West. I'm not thinking about the West. I will worry about the West when we're wrapped up with the East. we got a lot on our plate. Um, I think I'm going to go to that Boston game, and, it, and it's a decision because I, I think I've seen a third or a half, close to half the Bucks' home losses. I've gone to a number of games, and they've underperformed, including the Cavaliers game, and it's kind of mystifying. You know, I don't understand it, and I'm certainly not worried about uh, you know, I'm I'm a little bit of a worrier with my sports teams. I'm not worried about the Bucs. I'm not worried about the loss in Denver. I'm not worried about the semi-close game against Detroit for a while until they decided to put a fork in them. Uh, this team can turn it on. They, you know, they can turn it on. They've showed it. Good to see Middleton. You know, he's always a little inconsistent, but when he's on, boy, he's, he looks so good. So good. And, uh, big difference maker with the run we're going to have in the postseason this year, I would expect. So, uh, loving the Bucks. looking forward to, uh, the end of the season here. And I'm really looking forward to that matchup with Boston. That's going to be, uh, that's going to be appointment, uh, appointment viewing. And, uh, we need to nail down this one seed and then, uh, proceed. And real quick, Bart, you bringing up the chairs thing. You can keep bringing that up. That was, that was so, strong of you that was so strong of you putting the chairs out after O2 uh that will live in infamy i'm out yeah well i'm on the sidelines and everyone else is on the radio so glad that glad that made an impact i don't think he wants something to live in infamy do you like that uh he had a little uh, sweet caroline in there grand did you catch that he said, I didn't, so what did good. You say? He said so good so good it's in the air When's Wait, Neil week? Next week or two weeks? No, I, it's two weeks. I'm going on a little mini vacation next week. I'm off Wednesday through Friday, so I can't do it next week. Oh, wow. Are, are you going to see Mayor? <laughs> yes, twice next week. Which for is real? Part of, yeah, which is part of the vacation, not the whole thing. My girlfriend's Who's family in for you? California. Great question, Bart. That is on the Can docket. I do it? When I get to work today. Um, Me. In mind, I'll keep it in mind. Well, the powers that be say no to that. I don't know that the powers that directly be over <laughs> me care. Um, <laughs> I don't know how that would. I don't know how how that would logistically work. But that's that's a goal to figure out today. Who's oh, going to across? But yes, Paul, <laughs> I am going to see him twice next week. If you where? Uh, Saturday at the XL in the Twin Cities, and then next Thursday in Palm Desert because that's where Rachel's family lives. My girlfriend's family lives. Edit that out in post, Tim. Thank you. <laughs> you good, Bart? You want me to? I'm not gonna. No, obviously not. I know you're not gonna. This is great. Oh, like I'm gonna be on KTY next week anyway. I got a Zach Gelb show. Nice. Yeah. 
by the way, I got not, not tonight. You're going on a, a competing station. Yes. I hope it's I hope it's great. I hope you really enjoyed it. And I hope he asks you the best questions. All right, here's mm-hmm. my Bucks topic. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> a lot of NBA coaches, including Coach Bud in the past, like to stick to an eight-man playoff rotation. So if you don't exclude garbage, if you if you exclude garbage time or you know, maybe like 30 seconds at the end of a quarter, the Bucks is the Bucks are so deep that they would like it would be a challenge to come up with You'd have to come up if they want to play an eight-man rotation. So Giannis, Drew, Chris, Brooke. Okay, great. You don't have to, you can only take three of the following seven players. Three of the following seven would not get minutes. I'll list all seven. If if Bud said, hey, I'm gonna do an eight-man rotation, here's seven players that he'd have to pick three of to not play. So four of the seven would play, three of the seven would not play. Uh Jay Crowder, Joe Ingalls, Javon Carter, Bobby Portis, Grayson Allen, Pat Connaughton, Wes Matthews. An eight-man rotation means three of those don't play. And again, like garbage time or like maybe a 30-second spell, but like a legit eight-man rotation, three of those don't play. The three that you would keep off your eight-man rotation, again, I'll say the seven names one more time, Crowder, Ingles, Carter, Portis, Allen, Connaughton, Matthews, the three you would exclude from your playoff rotation to get down to an eight-man lineup would be Pat, Wes, and Grayson. Meaning Crowder's in, Ingles is in, Javon Carter's in, Portis is in, with Wes, Pat, and Grayson out of the lineup. Mm-hmm, or mm-mm, that that would be your eight. Well, that's not what they're going to do. We know that, right? Keep in mind, there were series that Bobby didn't play in their championship run. There were series that Brooke didn't play in the championship run. So, like, well, that's just going to happen. One series is going to be a little less gr- J- sure, uh, but like. I want to be more Grayson. But if I have to pick, Connaughton's out. Okay. I think that's – wow. Okay. So that – I mean, I, I – okay, I'm not going to spoil what I was going to say. Okay, so Connaughton, hey, Mr. One for Six. Mr. January Sixth. Should we call that? One hyphen six. Sorry. I thought it was funny. Never mind. That's not where I was going, but that is funny. It is? Thank you. I thought it was funny. Keep going. I'm going to meet myself. Uh – God, I'm really I, – I, I got it, like, weird for Gray. I don't want to see Grayson out. Matthews would be out. You're going to get enough defense everywhere else. Javon's in. Yeah. Bobby's in. Jay's in. And Ingles is in. So who's the other guy? Cut Grayson, probably? Yep. And that was my oh, – yeah, I'm cutting Grayson. Yeah, shit. Oops. Javon is over – I trust Javon more than I trust – I trust those other guys. You don't have a lot of nights where Javon Carter goes one for seven. He's either going to go five for seven or he's going to stop shooting. The other thing to consider is this is a massively big team. So, like, Giannis, Brooke, Chris. Well, do you understand how, like, this is, this is what I was trying to get to cross the other night. You understand how fucking deep this team is? That's my point. Coming off that Pistons game, it, I think it further emphasizes. And there's people freak out. Shut the fuck up. Correct. You're not ready for another playoff run. It's going to be hard. It's going to be grueling. They're going to lose a couple games that they shouldn't lose. They'll be all be fine. You just went like full John Moxley. It was Thank really you. good. Hey, every every week I turn to AEW, I think it's a rerun because Moxley's doing the same fucking thing. 
bleeding. <laughs> I'm not taking any prisoners this time. This is my life. Uh, then I'm going to lose this match to Hangman. Grant Bills. Mm-hmm or mm-mm. So you've got your Giannis, Chris, Drew, Brooke. And then you got to get down to your eight-man rotation. And of the seven, Crowder, Ingles, Javon, Portis, Grayson, Pat, Wes, you are leaving Grayson, Pat, and Wes off your eight-man rotation. Mm-hmm or mm-mm. Mm-mm. Oh. There's, there's going to be series where Bobby isn't really a factor, and there's going to be series where Javon Carter – or not Javon Whoa. Carter, Jay Crowder. Jay okay. Crowder is probably not a factor. So some of that takes care of itself uh, based on matchups, which is why I've been on the show doing my uh, trust tree. Oh, it will get more specific when we get to the specific series because then I will switch from a trust tree to a matchup meter. So mm. that'll be more. Uh, God, you're so good. I like the alliteration. A case by case basis. I let's just talk about Pat. Pat's Pat gets every chance for me because Pat. Someone told I, me last night that Pat's going to be last year's George Hill. Oh, could could be he he gets every chance within reason. I, I'm not I'm not going down swinging with Pat Connaughton, but everyone wants to put him on the bench. People forget in the season they won the title, we were over Pat. We were so sick of him, and then all of a sudden he's hitting daggers in yeah. Game Sevens and in a Conference Finals and in NBA Finals. Once you do that, once you show me that you can do that, you you don't give a, get a forever pass. But I know that's in you. I know that could happen. I'm going to give Pat every chance to bring that out. So I'm not cutting Pat from my rotation. I think Carter should play this year a lot compared to last year because he can dog James Harden up and down the court and help out Drew Holiday a little there. The Celtics really don't have a true point guard still. Derek White's more of a two. Brogdon's more of a two. Just annoy, 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 annoy. Javon Carter's great at that. So I don't really know if I answered that question. I think Wes has a moment in the playoffs. I think all of those guys can have moments in the playoffs. Well, okay, so, so are, are you playing like, again, series, you know, series dependent, opponent dependent? You think all eleven of those guys are going to get real minutes? No, not real minutes. But I think, but you know how this works. Get, Bud will throw away a game one if he thinks he keeps his cards close to the vest and learns more about who can play and who cannot play. He'll play ten guys in game one of the second round, lose to Philly, and be like, "All right, we're fine. I guess I don't play." Yeah, this there'll guy. be a game you see AJ Green in the first quarter for three minutes, no. and Tony totally in Texas will lose his goddamn mind, even though it really doesn't matter because, again. I, this is one of my favorite Bart obnoxious takes. He has many. One of my favorite is I was a Warriors fan and I watched all of these finals runs. I understand what it's like, yeah. you know, starting line to finish line. All that's, the I, that's, that's true. I know. And Bucks fans, I, I just don't think. Are I've been through it. Yeah. We're losing. That's our why I knew they were going to win. Point. If I'm not a Warriors fan, there's no chairs being put out on Wisconsin Avenue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So just so you know. I enjoy that. I think you're right. I would say that more if I were you. It's like, you guys, I, I saw this with the Warriors. I've seen it with the Bucks. This is months. We're going to be in this. So and I, that's why I don't think people are ready. Because you're bitching about, you're bitching about a, you're bitching about a line that Drew and Giannis are out against the Pistons. You're, you're, you're not ready. Mm-hmm. You're not ready. But I, I think Bud will do his thing, Paul. He'll play a lot of those guys. I would give Pat chances to get his shot going in the playoffs because we've shown that he can do it before. Bobby and Bobby's minutes might fluctuate. Jay Crowder is probably more useful against Boston than he is against other teams. That's fine. That's why Bud is the coach. Very baseball manager-esque. Figure out who can play when and against who, you know? Yeah, Yeah, obviously this is a total hypothetical. He can play all 11 if he wants. Probably shouldn't. And it can be matchup dependent 
because I mean, anytime you're playing what would be six bench players, because we named 11 guys, mm-hmm. that means that's fewer minutes that your top three, four guys are playing, you know, which is, which is an incredible top four, you know, uh, in terms of Brooke and Giannis and Drew and Chris. So you don't want that to happen. <laughs> like you don't want to be playing these guys heavy minutes when you could otherwise be playing better players. Of course. Um, I would just say it's a really fascinating challenge. And the reason I came up with the question was just because I'm trying to come at a way of it, come at it in a way of emphasizing how deep the roster is and how that's great because it gives you injury insurance and matchup opponent insurance, depending on who you want to play and how that team plays. But also that Bud's job is going to be difficult. They have, I mean, I didn't even say Myers Leonard, who's had a, you know, who's been a very serviceable player. Um, Marjan. Dude, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't say, I didn't say Marjan. I didn't say Dragic. Like how many times has Dragic come up big for a playoff team throughout his long career? Um, I yeah, don't know. A, a I lot. genuinely don't know how many times he has. Is it he's a lot? Been, I don't, he's, I don't been the league, he's been in the league since you were in diapers, Grant. I remember when he was with Phoenix and there was a big sweepstakes on who was going to get Dragic. I remember that. That's been a while. You're correct. By the way, um, just a quick random trivia question. Who do you think is the Bucks? three-point percent leader this season who has the best three-point and i'm not going to include like myers leonard because it's just such a such a short sample but i was gonna say brooke brooke is 37.4 percent which puts him about like seventh on the team at one point it was brooke drew drew what a shitty guest fuck me (laughs) 37.9%, 37.9%, actually higher than Brooke by a, a shade, but <sighs> nowhere near the top guy in the box. 3.0% shooting. Is it Grayson? Grayson, oh. 40.3% is behind. Oh, it's my bu- guy. It's JC. Jake Crowder? Javon Carter. Javon Carter is correct. Yeah. 42. Wow. That's what I just said. I said when he's hot, he's I said when he's not shooting, he doesn't shoot. I just fucking said that. Wink glory, a piece of shit. Hey, here's something that we're not going to talk about because we did tape this beforehand. But, and I'm wrapping up the show now. Is that fair? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yes, he was first place was Javon. Third place was Grayson. Second place, right between those two, was, is? Uh, I don't care. Joe Ingles. All right, go ahead. Oh, interesting. We did, because Paul ruined it earlier. We are recording this on a Tuesday morning. Oh, how dare you. And... As we're starting to wrap up this, Matt LaFleur is about to be talking. Yeah. And uh, he pulled the Cody Rhodes, according to Mike Garofalo. He sat, down and said, he sat down and said, so what do you guys want to talk about? Poor Matt That's LaFleur. Cody he, Rhodes. Really gets, he really gets boned in this situation. Did you, did you, see, the re- did you see the report of the, the – uh, this is your boy Gelb. Did you see Gelb's report? Uh, report? Oh, yeah. You Mark, did you see this? Yeah, Gelb, uh, hold on. Dude, so Gelb, Gelb here's, what LaFleur, here's what LaFleur did say about Rodgers. He said he is not answering questions on Rodgers. Oh, really? Other than to say, I've got nothing but love and appreciation for what Aaron has done for so many in our organization. A lot of people have been rewarded to see his ability to play. Shout out, Ryan Wood. Yep, thank you. Gelb says, last night. I was told Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur would have game plan meetings to give Rodgers more say. Sometimes Rodgers would show up to the meeting. Other times he would leave Matt sitting there 
with no word that Aaron wasn't going to show up. Bad. That makes sense. I read that. Yeah, let me let me read it again because I thought you delivered it. Here's Zach. Yeah, Dallas. it was bad delivery. I was told Aaron Rodgers and Matt Lafleur would have game plan meetings to give Rodgers more say. Sometimes Rodgers would show up to the meeting, and other times he would just leave Matt sitting there with no word that Aaron wasn't going to show up. End tweet, dude. That is bad. Yeah. Bad. But bad, bad. how do you? I believe it. I totally believe it. By the way, anyone, anyone. By the way, there's, also, like, there's also only a couple people who would know that information. So, anyone who's unsure of who to believe in this scenario, Goody Rogers could be like, I, I'd have a good guess. Seems to be some he said, she said discourse. Bart, can I actually? I don't know if you guys have seen this. Uh, before we wrap up, can I read you this quote from Ron Rivera? This might be more shocking than anything that's happened about Rogers. This just came across my timeline two minutes ago. It's from Sam Fortier or Fortier. Uh, He covers the commanders for the Washington Post. I'm just going to read you the quote. Ron Rivera, quote, I'm a big bang theory guy or a big, big bang theory guy. Is that on the record? Quote, oh, yeah. Well, Ron Rivera, as Toby would tell you, is a very questionable head coach. So that just only further emphasizes the guy went for it on fourth and one once from his own 41. And all of a sudden he's riverboat Ron. He, he, he got so conservative last year, people forget. I don't forget. All right, Grant, Paul, thank you guys. Thank You're you. Welcome. This was fun. Love you both. What can we expect for opening day content on Thursday? I'm looking forward so to it. I will be live after Bucks Pacers on Wednesday. Okay. And I will be live after opening day. Live after Bucks Celtics, too? And live after Bucks Celtics. Now, opening day in Milwaukee, I don't know what I'm going to do yet, but I'll probably just be in my basement. Wear a suit. It'll be funny. Uh, as I used to, yeah. All right. I will let I you know. I love you both. Love you guys.